0: Marriage is hard as shit. Welcome to Not the Worst Marriage Podcast. You're gonna have to leave this episode because I literally have zero notes on the subject. So,
1: welcome to our podcast. Well, <laughs> this amazing podcast that we do.
0: Sarah has done zero prep. Oh, wait, we got to introduce ourselves. Um, I'm,
1: that was Sarah introducing herself and talking in the third person.
0: Oh, okay. And that's Sterling, an asshole that I'm married to. Yes. There you go. Nice to meet you. We have three kids. We've been married a long time. Welcome to the show. Right. Opening a beer. Oh, (laughs) so what are we doing? (laughs) This podcast is getting loosey, loosey (laughs) loosey goosey for everybody. So we're very late on this podcast, um, on this episode because we've been busy as fuck. Yes. Oh my gosh! Turn your fucking volume on your phone off. Oh my gosh! Will you calm down? I'm not editing this out. That's fine. Okay.
1: All hey right. everybody, welcome to our podcast episode and something. I think it's episode <laughs> eight. Um, uh, yeah. And we're we're going to talk about love languages. Mm-hmm. This is not going to be an exhaustive, or you know, a very in-depth study on love no. languages. Well, this is going to be our our experience. Not right. that any of our episodes are.
0: <laughs> I was gonna say yeah. It's all
1: about what we've been through and what we've what we've done to get where we're at.
0: If you're under the impression that we are professionals or experts in any way, shape, or form, turn, turn us off. <laughs>
1: well, maybe not you, but I'm an expert. Lies, that's not true. Don't believe him. Yes. All right. True. Love languages. So, love languages. What are what are what are the love languages, or what is love languages, or in a nutshell, In most a... most people know about them when you bring them up. But well, yeah, for the for the listeners who don't know what they are, uh, love languages is based off of a book that was written by some guy, and mm-hmm. I don't even
0: we did, we didn't even look up the author. <laughs> I think we owe them at least. Hold on, I'll look it up. You keep talking.
1: Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll look it up. But no, this was a um, a book that came out um, you know over a decade ago, um, probably longer. Oh, longer uh, than that. Yeah, and I think it did a lot of really good work when it when you talked uh, in relationships and and things of like getting married people to connect and and talk to each other about their love languages and, and your love languages is the basically the language that you speak in in how you're loved, correct?
0: It's it's the way that you understand love, the way that you feel loved,
1: right? That's what they call a love language, right?
0: It's by, by Gary Chapman, by the way. Gary
1: Chapman, that's right.
0: Yeah, so this book breaks down the five different ways that people understand love and how what that means and not only how you can love a person who's like that, but something else I don't remember. <laughs> what?
1: <laughs> no. So ultimately Yes,
0: that's true. What I just said.
1: Yeah. Okay.
0: Uh, just didn't oh, sound very ew. eloquent. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Excuse me.
1: So there's there's five love languages and these are summarized as receiving gifts is one of them, words of affirmation is another, physical touch, quality time, and acts of service. Each one of these are ways that you as an individual feels loved when your spouse do those things for you. Yeah, except you know, I have bring the, you...
0: I have the sixth love language
1: as blowjobs, which is
0: t- no. Yeah, blowjobs, oh.
1: blowjobs is, a, is a love language no,
0: Oh my god We have to talk about that this episode, huh? Which is infuriating uh, I'm just saying, it, there's a sixth love language for The me, sixth love language blowjobs. is attention And it's mine <laughs> And within attention You have to do all the other five
1: So 24-7, 100% of, of the time
0: Yeah, I'm very easy to love You can literally do anything I think it's great I can as long do as anything, pay. but I have to do everything. As long as you pay. <laughs> you can do anything to love me, You can me do baby, anything. It doesn't matter. As long as
1: you do everything. As
0: long as it's the most. I know. I do. I like your... As long as you pay attention to me, I, I really do. I've always said that. Even Your love language changes, though. But that, we'll, we'll, that we'll get, we'll part get to that. has never changed.
1: We'll, we'll, we'll get to that. So right.
0: Open up your show notes, producer. I got nothing.
1: All right. So love... <laughs> all right. So my back hurts from carrying this.
0: Oh, your back hurts from carrying this podcast? Oh yeah. It's, fucking stab you in your sleep, I swear to God. It's a difficult one task. day, man.
1: So, one day
0: this podcast episode is gonna be evidence in court. <laughs>
1: <laughs> one thing I liked about one thing I really enjoy about the uh, five love languages is that it kinda like categorizes you as a person, like within a relationship that yeah. of different ways that you can you know love or the way you feel loved. Um, that's more importantly, is the way, what is your love language is how, how you feel loved. Um, I mine,
0: do, I do think that's probably the biggest strength that this book has is that it helps you understand the way that you feel loved. Not necessarily how to love your spouse. Um, but I think it helps you understand what.
1: Right. That's why consider. I would advise, I advise people to read this book, take the test at least because. Yeah. When you understand yourself a little bit better, it helps you in, in your relationship. It helps you deal with the other person. It helps you. Because when. Sometimes I, I, I've brought in like our last episode, expectations and all the mm-hmm. other bullshit. I just thought that that's, that's just who I am. A lot of that tied oh into my, my love language of. Yeah. My love language is acts of service. And just reading the book was a little bit validating for me. Right. Of going, hey, a I'm not the only fucker who. Feels loved when the dishes are done, right? I'm not. Like, just an feels, asshole for this. It feels great mm-hmm. when it, if, if the house is clean and you did this for me. You know, you went out of your way to do something for me. Like that feels really good. And but when you talk about, especially with acts of service, it's like oh, the fucking chores.
0: It, it, yeah, it's terrible. It, it's like chores. oh, sorry, works.
1: Oh, you mean work? <laughs> I have to work for your love. I left right. the
0: Catholic Church <laughs> for you, and <laughs> I get here, and it's still all about works. Exactly.
1: <laughs> but um, one of the perm- the premise of it is to learn your your spouse's love language, um, learn to and love them in speak those ways. Um, so we talk we we mentioned the five love languages and ultimately this is not a very good summary of the book but love your spouse in the way that they feel loved.
0: Yeah, you right? got to learn to speak their
1: language. So if your your love language is, is physical touch or quality time Use
0: and i the just right gave word. It's you attention
1: and i gave you a bunch of gifts
0: money is also mine <laughs> oh my
1: gosh what you we on track here is if i give you if your love your love language is quality uh or physical touch rather if i give you a bunch of gifts if i and this actually happened early in our marriage is like hey if i buy you things that's something not for me it's something i enjoy doing for you
0: mm-hmm
1: it's an, and I don't know if love language, the book actually ties into this, but I enjoy buying you things, getting you things because I, it, it, it's something I enjoy and I think that you'll enjoy it. Right. But, and we talked about it in an early podcast, there's a time where I brought you flowers all the time and eventually like I'd come home with the, you know, with flowers and you would take the flowers, put them on the, on well, the table and be like, I can't believe what your kids did all day. I'm like.
0: Bitch, I can't even go a thank you for the flowers. Well, they were carnations, so no, you couldn't.
1: <laughs> they were not. They were roses, and
0: if it was a bouquet that had carnation fillers,
1: right? Whatever. God <laughs> damn it! I hate it when you do that. <laughs>
0: what? Do what? I I gave you
1: fucking roses.
0: I, I know I you, you did. Carnations. I sing your praises all the time. Get what I'm saying yourself.
1: is, that, is the love languages. It kind of gives. It's a kind of. It's a nice guidance to at least focus on what is meaningful to your spouse.
0: Yeah. I think it helps you to be a little bit more purposeful in the things that you do. Right.
1: So I would take time out of my day. Love
0: smarter, not harder.
1: Exactly. Oh,
0: that's going to be actually the title for this. We didn't have a title.
1: That's yeah. Love smarter, not harder. Um, I'm
0: so smart. But
1: I'd bring flowers and then, it just it didn't have the same effect because when, right. you, when you love someone you want them to feel loved you want it, you want there to be a, an effect you don't, yeah ultimately I love you and I do these things anyways like out of my love for you but ultimately I want you to feel good I mm-hmm. want you to feel loved by the things I do for you this book and when we went through kind of like an I don't know eye opener going hey I need to focus on these areas a little bit more than other areas it wasn't so much giving you flowers every day it was. Maybe I need to spend quality time with you.
0: Ask me about my day.
1: Ask you about your day and really pour into you and spend time with you that made you feel loved more than the dozen roses that I brought brought home with you. Even though I took time out of my day to go to a florist, to make a special trip on the way home, do all, yeah. all those things. that You don't see any of that, but right. what was what would be more meaningful, what would be more bang for my buck would be to come home, sit down for... Thirty minutes and and talk to you and have a good conversation and spend you know quality time with you.
0: Right, pour into me a little bit. And this book is where we got the concept of a love tank.
1: Yeah, and it's not just this book. Other books have had that. Too. Oh, okay. Yeah,
0: and we, talk we about we've had this. Yeah, love we've, tank, love bank. Yeah, love tank, love. Ba- so everybody has a reserve. Um, when it maybe this is not the best way to put it, but basically, a you have an account that you have debits and credits into and every time your spouse you know deposits something into your love tank that should balance out the um withdrawals that they make by their fuck-ups so having this understanding of what your love tank is and i re- i kind of hate that verbiage because it's so fucking cheesy but it's like the simplest way of being able to explain it And it so, works It works. works. I mean, at least you you have a very clear understanding of what we mean by that. And for the last, I mean, several years, we very much so have said, or we communicate like, "Hey, my love tank is empty," or like, "I'm in the negative," or my love tank is full, or like that was a deposit, or whatever it was. Right, and And that has helped our communication
1: a lot. Yeah, there's times where we've gone a couple months both ways and going, "Hey." One of us has been pouring into the other a little bit more than the other person's. Well, been. or person's one been person withdrawing.
0: One one person has a lot of fucking overdraft fees. <laughs> <laughs>
1: right, you have overdraft fees in your love bank. No, um, that's
0: totally a thing.
1: But how do you navigate these, all these different ways of loving somebody? Right, when when we're talking about love languages and a love bank and making sure people feel fulfilled and you have enough deposits and withdrawals. That's those are all fun. Like things to talk about. Buzzwords, yeah. Yeah, they're fun buzzwords. But ultimately, when it get, gets down to the nitty gritty.
0: You got to make it practical.
1: Right. So what's the practical ways?
0: Well, and the, so when we first took the love language test, I was really upset. I was not happy with my results because I didn't feel like any of them explained the way that I felt loved. And that's because mine was quality time, but it was a specific kind of quality time. And so when we kind of decided that mine was quality time and you were like, we spend time together all the time, but I was like, yeah, but, and we've talked about this before going to the movies, isn't quality time for me. Yeah. We're spending time together and we're doing things together, but you're ignoring me. Like we're not talking, you're not asking about my day. You're not, you know?
1: Yeah. But here's where I'm. Okay. So are you
0: calling bullshit on my love language right now?
1: No, I'm not calling bullshit on. I'm calling, I'm going to just. This was 10, 10 years ago when we went, went through the, yeah, the, this is the
0: very first, the very first time that we even explored this right. concept.
1: So you're at, when you, we first took the test, your, um, love languages was touch and quality time.
0: I thought it was touch. It wasn't about, t- it. you
1: take a test and you get the answers. Well, I, it's not my like, number he,
0: one was not touch. I'm telling you that the first time we took it, my number one was not touch. Right? You thought it would, be- I thought it was going to be touch.
1: Right, but it was quality time. Mm-hmm. So so let's backtrack. Ten years ago, the quality time issue wasn't... It was, hey, we're just spending time together. Um, going to the movies didn't count, but we could watch TV together. But if I was on the computer and we're watching TV together, it didn't count because I was doing something different than doing something together with you. Yeah, which is a,
0: so funny because now that like doesn't exist in yeah. our relationship.
1: Right, it doesn't... like
0: doesn't even qualify.
1: No, because quality time would be... Legitimately doing something together. And, and we do have quality time. We homie uh, homey time together. Right. Um, sometimes it's quality time. Not always. But mm-hmm. sometimes it's quality time where we watch a show together and we pour into it. My love language is, has always stayed the same. It's all... Acts of service is consistent at the top of my <sighs> yeah. love language. Um,
0: FYI, it's okay to hate your spouse's love language.
1: Yes. M- w- one of my love languages that's always low is gifts. I don't... I care less about gifts. Right. Um, and I love
0: getting you gifts.
1: Yeah, and you love giving, giving me I gifts. I do, I love it. But I'm like, okay, and you you know that.
0: You're all, thanks, yeah. right. Right. But too, I will say that that because I know that you are a little lukewarm when it comes to gifts, that kind of pushes me to put more effort into them. I re- most of the time, I really spend a hard, a long time on your gifts. Like I really think of something good. Because to me, if it's not something good, it's not worth it. And and I know that you'll you won't think it's worth it, um, not in a negative way, but just in a sense of like you spent fifty dollars, like kind of just to get me something. Like I would rather spend twenty dollars on, you know, something that I know that you'll really like. Because I've gotten you some some decent gifts. I've gotten you some gifts that you really really appreciated. Oh, for sure. And yeah,
1: I, I want to get to because ultimately, what I think about the love language is. Is everybody has all of them? Ultimately, right. you you do feel loved by receiving gifts, by words uh-huh. of affirmation, by quality time, by touch, by they're all uh, loving access. things, right? Um, Excuse me, yawn. But the primary ones is, is what what are the the things that come e- that um, that resonate the most with you, right? Um, for me it's quality time or uh, it's access service service. and one of the the big reasons why is because I think that you're when access service when you do something for me you're meeting a need that I have Mm -hmm. or or a strong desire Uh um, that I have and you're you're stepping out of yourself and going in to meet that need for me right and that makes me feel like I'm your number one priority it makes me feel prioritized right and that makes me feel loved and that's why when we just had this episode about expectations and disappointments is going expect met expectations feel good for me mm-hmm. because it's it's like you're meeting a need you're meeting something you're like you're fulfilling something that i really really want or something i really really need and mm-hmm. i i love it. it it just fucking fills me up oh, wait, well and i think but i said when you that last do it, episode right but when you don't do it those things, then I feel drained, unprioritized, and I feel ignored, and and so that's when it feels like a, a chore. So, like if I had to, if I had to judge the access the love languages, access service is the worst one, and it's my number one. I wish I didn't have access. I, <laughs> Me too. <laughs> g- gifts would be the easiest. I can just buy you a gift and make you fuck all right. right? Even I'll make it meaningful. Like
0: you know what we've never done, and we, like we joke about it that blowjobs are part of your love language, but that's it's not a joke. Like we make jokes about it, but we're being one hundred percent clear. You right. feel that that genuinely makes you feel very, very loved, love and I it. and I wonder it's
1: selfless. It's it's yeah. just for me. Uh, it's selfish on my part, but it's an act of service. I don't think it's selfish and, to
0: get one. I and just this think is it's... why.
1: And and listeners, this is why we have a name for it: blow funds. N- no one likes a job, right? Job jobs suck. <laughs> going to work sucks.
0: That's not so, our joke, though.
1: It's not our personal one. We we stole it from someone. I can't remember. I can't remember who either. But jobs suck. So we call them blow funds. Chris Rock. Is it Chris Rock? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it well,
0: is. Someone fact check us. Yeah, but <laughs> someone Google that real quick because our phones are right in front of us. But we're not going to. I'm too lazy. <laughs> I'm too lazy to do it. Um, but we call them blow funds because. But you know what I want to know is if. You to guys meet. gotta you guys gotta tell us if someone out there has the love language of acts of service, are blowjobs a big thing? I'm genuinely and like oh. not in a crude way, like I genuinely mean that. Oh, that's a yeah,
1: I that's I good. bet
0: I bet you that is a and maybe common that, thing. And maybe that for me for acts of service. Every man listening is like, yeah, I can tell you right now. <laughs> I haven't taken the quiz yet, but I know my love language is
1: acts of service. <laughs> and as funny as it is to talk about blowjobs as being like a love language, or
0: it's not funny. It's infuriating. It makes me want to makes me want to murder you.
1: It is, but like when I feel loved when you when you focus on me to meet like a sexual need on or your
0: penis, Uh huh?
1: Yeah, like as as fucking sophomoric as that seems. Like oh, laugh at it. We're just too immature job. to take it yeah, seriously. We're, we're way too immature. It still it feels it feels loving. I mm-hmm. it's like. You're it's like sacrificial. And that's another mm-hmm. thing about access service. For me, it's it's a it's a sacrificial thing. Like you could be doing other things with your time, but if you're or taking my mouth, a, right. Exactly. Like talking. Um Or eating.
0: <laughs> or talking. Fucking terrible. I love when many, people I wonder take how many people st- have already stopped listening. I love it when
1: people take us serious Like we're like we jab at each other all the time. Oh, and <laughs>
0: some know? people get so they're all, oh, can't believe you said that. Oh my gosh. Like people who are calling you a hypocrite because of the tattoo thing. They were so offended. <laughs> yeah. I like it. I think I got a lot of sympathy there, which I appreciated. Good. Mm-hmm.
1: But acts of service, sometimes like I feel for me being the person who who feels loved this way, mm-hmm. I also feel guilty sometimes because I'm like
0: And that sucks.
1: Like what makes me feel so like sad. oh you're too tired to do something that would really make me feel loved okay, I understand you had a long day and I give those, you, you should give understanding to your spouse. But when that goes on and on and on and you're like, Hey, there's some areas that I would really feel loved if you just put some effort into these. Um, but it makes me feel guilty because I'm like, well, cause I also should you should also always have bring understanding. And this lead led me to an, another thing that I want to talk about, uh, in the podcast is as being lovable.
0: Uh, that's what i was going to say next is uh that's the, so the da- so the downside we think or that we've experienced of this concept of having you know five love languages is that at least for us when we kind of established what ours were we sort of put parameters on the way that we felt loved and so we didn't really open ourselves up to being loved in ways outside of our love language right, and i and think that's a massive disservice and
1: i think i don't think the book the book doesn't um, really paint you in a corner of this is only your love language. I think that the they do a really good job and there's a website. Yeah, no, um, I think that's totally our fault. <laughs> no, no, totally our fault. But it's like, oh, my love language is acts of service, so this is the only way you can love me. Right. Um, my love language is quality time, so it has to be this way every single time. Uh-huh. We're dynamic human beings. like We have w- many different emotions and um, throughout our history, our love languages has changed. There's times where... Access service hasn't been the main priority. Maybe it is quality time. Maybe it is for me. Uh, touch is like my third one is my third love language is right in the middle. But there's been times in our marriage. It is every single time I take the test.
0: Well, no, I'm saying, I think it, I think quality time and touch are tied for your second place based off no, of the person
1: that, no, I'm telling you from the tests I've taken multiple oh. times, Touch is always third.
0: Fuck the test. I'm telling you in real life, it's a second. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what I'm saying, gosh damn it, don't derailing me over here. Focus, um, dude. Sorry. Is there's been times where touch, even though it's been number three on my list consistently, like mm-hmm. I've taken this test a couple, uh, we've taken it every couple of years. Mm-hmm. It's always number three is sometimes it's number one. There might be a, a season in your life where it's number one because you might be going through going through certain things. Um, times where I've struggled with, with my depression, touch has been a really big thing. Words of affirmation mm-hmm. have been a, a really big thing. So one thing when we God, talk yeah. when we talk about love languages is you find your main love language, and you and you want to explore that with your spouse and how, in different ways that they can love you in that love language. But there's don't limit yourself.
0: No, but also like, figure your shit out so you can communicate it to your spouse like you have to be able to understand it the uh, when it comes to being lovable and we've had this struggle before
1: yeah and well the the struggle was that there was a time where mine was access service, and when we first did it, you were like, you laid out my clothes for me mm-hmm. um so I when I get ready for work or when I take a shower, you'd lay my clothes out for me, you'd maybe it, make it a point mm-hmm. I loved it I Really enjoyed it. I gotta start doing
0: that again. Um, I haven't been doing that. I I don't. I haven't done that in a while.
1: But it's. But hear hear me out. It's my fault. Uh, I think it's my fault because I didn't appreciate you doing it. And
0: oh, okay. And this is
1: and I and maybe we should do a Facebook live on this because I think that other people who have access service might struggle in this area Mm -hmm. because and this fucking ties into the expectations thing too. I'm just a piece of shit sometimes.
0: No, you're not.
1: <laughs> yes, I am.
0: You're complex. You don't have to smile. You're not and say a piece of shit. I was not even smiling. You're not a piece of shit. You're the listeners don't know, so I can just you say you're smiling. You have just complex emotions.
1: Right. But, um, access service, it's like, oh, cool. Like, it's like a checkbox, right? You just, you check it off the list. In, in my mind.
0: Oh, but here's the thing is that it, oh, sorry. No, People, go ahead. I was going to say, um, one of the things that you would complain about, though, like, it, it didn't count is if, I had a bad attitude while I was performing the act of service. If I okay, if I wasn't happy about it, like it didn't count. Can, can we go back to that? Can we go back to that?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. want to go back to that because that that's 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 a really good one.
0: For the record, we haven't even started talking about mine. My no, love we're language. No, my love language. Oh, is, okay. It's
1: Act of service. But, okay. Go ahead. Um, you would lay out my clothes. You do these things. It would make me feel good. But I wouldn't. I had a. I did a miserable job communicating how it made me feel good or even appreciating saying yeah thank you and then reciprocating that by loving you in your love language or loving you in 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 that season of our life of the way you felt loved mm-hmm. um because i think it should be reciprocating mm-hmm. um but i was i was a selfish prick back then but i didn't know myself as well so right. there's been some self-discovery since then but some there's been a, a lot but that was one big fucking roadblock for me was you would start doing these things and my eyes, my brain, I saw you doing these things. It made me feel good, but I would not fucking communicate how I appreciated it. Uh So then you kind of got a sour attitude about some things. And then, well, I felt like you're fucking made. Exactly. And that was my fault because I did not appreciate you. I, there's not even an argument i didn't appreciate oh, okay. you okay
0: i mean i wouldn't have said that <laughs> damn no I'm glad you told me now
1: <laughs> in my heart of hearts i did in my heart of hearts i felt amazing i yeah. love that you did those things for me uh-huh but i did you know i did you know favors by i didn't say oh thank you or sometimes even mm-hmm. fawning over you Just i can't believe you did that for me this week like yeah just showing appreciation.
0: No, you were 22, so. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Give you a break.
1: <laughs> so, going back to what you said with acts of service, is there was times where you would do things for me, but you would have a really negative attitude. Uh huh. And that would completely sour it for me. It would sour it. It was because if you're loving someone, you're doing a thing out of love. Like, yeah. your attitude should follow that. Um, if you're doing things out of obligation, then it's different. And I felt like you were doing yes. things out of obligation. And I think that's a slippery slope when it comes with acts of service. It's a slippery it, slope. It becomes obligation instead of love.
0: Yes, but I will say that the times, and probably not all the time, but a lot of the times that I would do stuff out of obligation was because you had complained that I hadn't done them.
1: Right. And here, here, hear me out. I'm not saying this. Sometimes it starts with obligation and turns into love. But I think that the person love who,
0: is a, oh, Love is a choice. You, it doesn't, sometimes you don't love your spouse because you feel it. Sometimes you love your spouse because you are choosing to do things that make them feel loved. And I think at the end of the day, that is what will make or break a relationship because eventually you don't feel, there are days where you're not going to feel love for your spouse. You have to choose to do things to love them.
1: Definitely. So, yeah, sometimes
0: that- you do it out of obligation. I love you. I'm obligated to do these things for you.
1: Right. But if you do it with that attitude, it's like, no, you got to um, hide that attitude. Yeah, you gotta fake it till you make it, right? Yeah. Uh huh. But there, I play a role in that. And well, the yeah, person course. that is being loved on, mm-hmm. I play a role. I have to receive that love. If I'm just receiving you doing a chore, like when my kids do the chores and do the dishes, I don't feel loved. When my kids go clean up the backyard because I tell them to go clean up the backyard, I'm not feeling loved. When I come down on a Saturday morning and it's happened a couple times, the kids cleaned up the house. Then I feel loved. It's a sacrifice. It's a spe- it's a it's a time where the, the kids thought about us. They thought about us and said, "Hey, we're going to do something for a parent for us." Oh wait, I've never that thought makes about me this. Feel loved so is your, but from the kids. Oh oh, for me, anytime someone does goes out of their way to do something for me it, as an act of service makes huh. me feel on top
0: of the world. I, I've My never thought friends, of it. And I've never thought of it in relation to. The kids I don't think I have a love language When it comes to the kids
1: No I, I just bring that up as a as a comparison But definitely like
0: No I just think I it's I mean I, I, um, I feel love from
1: the kids all the time I don't want to like
0: No 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 I'm just saying The just, whatever the, the my love language The only person who can speak my love language is you Family, no. friends, the kids Cannot speak that language for me How do you feel love from other people? Um, I guess I don't. I mean, it's, I don't, there isn't a language. I do, but it's not a love. Those, I can compartmentalize this. Um, I think you, you don't compartmentalize this and I do. My love language is specific to you. You are the only person who can speak it like nobody else. Oh, that's a good point. It's not, at least for me, it's not applicable to other people. And I think yeah, no, this, my, this, is- this issue caused fights between us because you would get very mad at people being able to do things for me that I received well, and I would receive it differently if, if it had come from you. But it's because we're literally talking about two completely different dynamics. I've never thought about it this way. Not, honestly, not until you said that the kids doing acts of service makes you feel loved did I realize that it applies to other relationships. It doesn't for me love languages do not apply to other relationships. Oh,
1: 100% they do. My really? my best friends, like my best friend, my best friend fills my love yeah. languages up with acts of service. Hangs we we uh, go um, out, he'll hey, I'm going to buy you beer, brings over something like he,
0: damn, it's, the I it's, I do not resonate it, with that at all.
1: That's my that's my bromance, but it's you know, I hang out with uh, our other our couple friend we, we we have a, a close uh, couple...
0: stone-cold bitch, Bullshit. Man.
1: I'm not called bullshit. We have one of our closest couples um, that we spend time with. Yeah. It's the quality time that, that we spend together. But I like that hanging
0: we... out with them because they're fun. It has nothing to do with them wanting to spend time with me. Well, yeah. I can spend time with anybody. I like well, them for who they are.
1: Oh, so you're just using them? You're just using them for, no, their, for I'm not... their entertainment?
0: No, I enjoy their company. That's different. They don't have to do anything in order right, to make me feel a certain way so
1: so if we just went to the movies with him and left after the movies would that be a good night
0: no it's not, i enjoy their company i like to talk that's, to them I like that's to quality joke time. with them. yes but it's and, and maybe there's just a disconnect but i'm telling you that when it comes to like my love language or my love tank there it does not apply outside of my marriage
1: oh see that's why like i don't have very many friends i've cl- i have a couple close friends yeah. and then well, that's just called
0: being 30 something.
1: <laughs> well, I've always thought this since I was true. Fucking 12. Um, but I
0: don't, but now, does that make sense though? Hearing? Yeah. That because me? you're
1: like, everybody's my friend.
0: Yes. Me. I'm like, I've got nobody's my friend. Yeah.
1: I'm like, no, I have, I have a few, I have some long-term friends I've known since elementary school. I swear to God. I don't know how we work. My longest friends are friends that, that have like, they've loved me through acts of service, whether it was like helping me move, like, just practical ways of just being a good person around me. I, I, um,
0: and maybe I'm like, yeah, I don't, it just does not click for me at all. Interesting. That's, I don't know, understand how we're still married. I swear to God. Sometimes yeah. we really get into who we are as people. I do not know how we have made our marriage work because we're so fucking different in some really big ways. Yeah. This is a huge one.
1: And this is huge. And for me, one thing that was a, a huge character of, fault of mine is I kind of get tunnel vision about certain things. Um, and when we went over this love languages thing, 10 plus years ago, it was like acts of service was like my fucking, mm-hmm. it was total tunnel vision. Like spotlight was on just that. It was like, I need you to do this, 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 and this for me to feel loved. Yeah. And it completely did a disservice to me. And a couple of years ago I kind of had sitting there talking, talk, thinking to myself and praying and, um, going through I some things. I think therapy helped. Oh, therapy helped. I've been through therapy. I, um definitely recommend it for people like it it helped me out tremendously uh-huh. um i didn't discover this in in therapy but no. this was something i came with came to my on my own It was going i'm limp i because i like kind of pigeonholed you into going this mm-hmm. is the only way you can love me and this is what i want to caution against um love languages is because i think it's a really good idea it's very broad uh-huh um but we're all individuals we're all different is that you excluded I, ways that I, I could love excluded you. excluded ways of, of loving of you being able to love me. Mm-hmm. So if you did buy me a gift that was very thoughtful, I would take it. But I wouldn't I wouldn't accrue that in my bank account, in my love tank. Right. It would it would just go. It would just wash away. Mm-hmm. And that's not that's not fair to you. Mm-hmm. Um, if you set up a special date night and we, we had quality time together, I'd be like, OK, that's cool. But, you know, did you, you know, iron my shirt today? You know, like.
0: Right. But the dishes aren't done.
1: But the dishes aren't done, right? Like, we we had an amazing fucking Saturday night, but the dishes aren't done, and my shirt still has a stain on it. Like, can you help me out here? Uh huh. And that was ridiculous. And so when I I kind of sat back and thought, like, I'm I'm literally I've literally chosen to be unlovable unless in, in, in um I've chosen to be unlovable except for this one area, right? And maybe I'm the only fucking person who's ever who who's like this. Mm-hmm. Maybe I am.
0: No, I mean, you're
1: not. But I sat back and go, no, I need to open up the other four love languages that we're all capable of loving people with mm-hmm. and going, hey, if Sarah wants to, and I'm t- this this helped me out a lot. Um, if you want to love me with words of affirmation and encourage me or do those things, I need to take that as love. And when I started to kind of change my perspective on those things, I think it changed our relationship just from, from my perspective it, alo- um, yeah. it allowed you to love me in different ways um and i was so damn stubborn with the whole fucking acts of service thing mm-hmm. um so the, the, when i came to this like fucking realization like it's rocket science i was like <laughs> right yeah because it, it's not like oh it's very hey. simple she went out of her way to think about this so then i kind of um in my mind kind of changed it the acts of service was. You took time out of your day to think about me to buy a gift. Mm-hmm. You were serving me in that area, right? Um, you gave me words of encouragement when I was feeling depressed and down, and you, you know, sent me special text messages to say, "Hey, I'm so proud of you, and I love you so much." Hey, she took time out of her day to serve me by sending me this message. So I, mean, tried I tried to, to. Yeah. I, I started reframing my my how I looked at things. Yeah. And looking at ways of how you were loving me through acts of service, but it looked different. Right. It looked like words of affirmation. It looked like these things, but ultimately you were taking time away. You were sacrificing other things to make me feel loved. And that it, it like blew my mind open because I was like, this woman fucking loves me to death. These are all the areas she's doing this in. If I take that same mentality and I backtrack another five or six years, if I would have received all that as love instead of, like stonewalling you, right, it, it, I would have felt way better, but no, I was a stubborn ass who was just thinking about acts of service and being kind of selfish,
0: yeah, well, and two, it's so like I feel like while well, you pigeonholed yourself into one love language i I mean, I like the love languages, but I also kind of hate them because I feel like i they've never they've never been able to define the way that I feel loved, like I have never fall fell into one particular category. Um, Like I like, you know, I like your, your quality time. I like your touch. I like your, um, uh, what's the other one? Uh, Words of affirmation. Right. But to me, all of those kind of work. It, it it kind of depends on the day. So for me I feel like I've never really had one love language, which is why we we always joke that I've had the sixth love language with which is attention. Like I really just want you to be nice to me. Uh, I've always said that. Just real, my love languages don't make me cry. That's pretty much don't be a dick and then I'm I'm happy and I'm loved. Um, Shit.
1: So if you cried 10 times out of, 10 days out of the year. Uh-huh. That's like like less than a percent, like
0: yeah, I said like last episode. Like I don't have expectations three, of people, like including of you. Time,
1: so ninety-seven percent of the time, percentage of the time, you feel loved.
0: Yeah, I'm doing uh, great. Uh,
1: no, I'm doing great.
0: No, you're not doing great. I'm just a great person.
1: <laughs> no, I'm saying ninety-seven percent of the time I'm succeeding. That's an A plus. Oh, okay. I'm doing good. I feel good. I feel better about myself. I this
0: will say though, and this gets kind of serious and heavy, but um, this has been a big hurdle for me because. You know, before we ever struggled with infidelity, I had one view on the way that love, language, love languages were and, you know, whatever my understanding was of them. But after infidelity, my love language was nothing for years. I didn't have one.
1: Yeah, you say that, but I
0: I, I don't What? Why do you say I that? I know you don't believe me. Why do you say that? Uh, Well, because I said... So your,
1: your love languages do, do change, and I I want to talk about that. Um, yes,
0: mine changed. I, I think they would have changed anyways, but mine changed because of that.
1: Well, I think that, um, and we're going to do an infi- we're going to talk about infidelity in our uh, episode ten. Epi- uh, episode yeah, episode ten. 10. Uh-huh. Uh, we're going to talk about our story there.
0: Yeah, but mine. Um, but
1: that was a life life changing event. No, event. that's what
0: I'm saying. It would have changed anyways. I'm just saying that's why mine changed. Um, and I say that because I closed myself off emotionally for years, years. Right, I mean, it's probably a solid four, yeah, five, probably four, yeah, somewhere yeah. around there. And I mean, even then, once I once I got out of that, it was a process to undo the last five years of closing myself off. And even now, I just I I like we we retook the test before this episode, and I still kind of disagree with it. <laughs> Like I I still, I still feel like I don't have one and that used to really upset me, but now I realize that it's just, I just think I have a more fluid understanding of, I don't know, the way that I feel loved. And, but again, it, mine also ties very heavily into, um, the entire topic of expectations is that uh, like mine, I think is more fluid because I do not have expectations. I don't have expectations of the way that I feel loved. I guess right now, I guess. I would say now, if I had to define exactly what my expectations are, it would be just listening to the things that I say that I need,
1: and then meeting those needs. If yes. I don't, if I don't meet the needs, then it, you're just a just just a trumpet playing. Yeah, a, no, but I
0: mean, you. I mean, not just like oh, you know, n- not flippantly talking about needs, but I mean, you know, and I'm thinking of just the last year or so because I can think of specific you know, um, unmet needs. Yes. And they were unmet though, but they were ones that I very, very clearly defined and then said a few times and then they didn't get met. And I was all, God damn it. Like, what else do you need from me? I don't ask a lot. Like, Here's the thing. I don't have a lot of needs.
1: I need a bat signal for my needs and I put it out there and you didn't do it. still. But I put
0: it out there for like three months <laughs> and then it still didn't happen. Which well, I'll do it for like three years. All right. Okay. Um with <laughs> a blood vessel popping in my eye right now. But that probably is my my only thing. Well, and two, I don't and maybe you think I do, but I genuinely don't. I don't ask for a lot. I really don't. There's absolutely no way that you can say I ask for a lot of things.
1: No, no. I, I'm not saying you do. No.
0: Right. And so because I know that both of us know that I don't ask for a lot when the things that I do ask for Don't happen
1: They're magnified
0: Yeah It's kind of like Fuck I've asked you for two things In the last
1: year So She retook the test And now her love language Is acts of service The last time the test (laughs) Yeah Which which... This makes It makes sense Because I didn't take it Some of the things You're talking about Are like Dates I didn't take you on um, Right Things you've asked me to do That I haven't done And so these are things That you're lacking That that I've messed up on And Uh I'm admitting them Cooking dinner is one of them. Yeah, So God, dinner's such a big one. So this does not surprise <laughs> me, the fact that now, right now, in, in this current time, your love languages is, is acts of service because I haven't met those needs. I haven't met you in those areas. Yeah. Ten years ago, your love languages was, your number one love languages, uh, love language, I keep saying love language. languages, um, was touch. Why? Go back oh. ten years. Because... At the time you said the only time I touched you was when I wanted to have sex.
0: The only time you paid attention to me.
1: Paid attention to you. Right. So it was attention. Yeah. But no, but you wanted me to sit down on the couch and just touch you and uh-huh. rub your uh you'll play with your hair, rub your back, do those things. And and
0: No, I wanted you to pay attention to me. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no 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 yes I mean, 10 years ago yes i'm thinking 10 years ago when i wanted to you're it was, just you're flip-flopping them so i used to think that it was that it was touch because um i liked when you touched me but i was mistaking that for your undivided attention okay yes that that's what you're i think right, that's what so you're trying to say yeah, that's what, but okay, it wasn't. About,
1: that's exactly what I'm trying to say. Is like no, but it were, wasn't
0: about you just touching me while we were sitting on the couch together. That wasn't. That didn't. That's the way you that.
1: described it to me ten years ago. It is. That's what you were like. Uh, I want I you to touch me that. more. Oh bullshit. Oh, okay, maybe. You're well, like I want, you say, I want you to oh, touch God. me more. I want you to touch me more. Like God. Um, because in that, in that time, the mm-hmm. only time I, the only time I paid attention to you, which you're correct, mm-hmm. um, was when I wanted to have sex. So you're like, yeah, you equated to. Attention equaled me touching you. So you're like, hey, touch me more. I'll get more attention.
0: Yeah. It was a very, was a very healthy mindset to have.
1: Right. So <laughs> even though, hey, this is something we still struggle with. Right. Now you take the test and now it's acts of service because there's an area that in our lives that I've kind of been an- inadequate in of meeting this need for you is, is serving this you. This
0: entire episode is just you talking shit about yourself. <laughs>
1: This whole podcast is about talking shit about us. Like we're not. Well, no, I'm fake. saying I think you're
0: talking about, you're oh, talking about yourself. I'm, I think you're doing great. Sorry, that was my words of affirmation. Go ahead, keep going.
1: I just want to affirm that you're a piece of shit, and I want you to feel loved by that affirmation. <laughs> Get the fuck <laughs> out of here. Gosh.
0: So yeah, our our love languages have evolved uh, dramatically. And, and if you Mine, go on web, more than anything,
1: right? If you go on the website, there's also times where. Let's say a woman and they talk about how your love languages change over time. Uh, let's say uh your love language was words of affirmation. Uh-huh. And you're a woman and you just gave birth to a to, to a baby, mm-hmm. right? You may feel your husband can tell you all these you know wonderful words of affirmation, but really what the practical things you need in life are the acts of service, right. help when you're having a brand new baby. Yeah. So during that season of life, your love language of acts of service might rise above what your natural one is. Yes. Your natural love language is quality time. You like spending time together where I'm paying attention to you. That's the quality part. Yeah.
0: Mine consistently is acts of service. Another, another, um, side effect of the love languages, which we haven't talked about yet. That's really important to keep in mind is how damaging, Uh, They can be, for instance, if you are verbally very hard on your spouse and their love language is words of affirmation, you will do more damage to them as a person than somebody whose love language is not words of affirmation. So, granted, being a piece of shit to your spouse with your words will affect anybody. Kids, don't do that. But Right, don't do that. But I'm saying if... Um, if the way that your spouse feels loved is through your words and you use your words to like beat them down or criticize them or insult them, that does exponentially more damage than it would to a spouse that, you know, their love language is gifts. Yeah. It can be incredibly, incredibly damaging.
1: Right. And there's there's other areas. Let's say your love language is gifts. and you you see me buying a bunch of stuff for my truck um spending money on my uh-huh. truck and i don't buy you gifts yep but i'm spending other times that hurts it hurts it's because, a deeper wound because now i'm i'm buying stuff for me but you feel the love that way this this was a struggle for me with access service was house isn't oh, clean God, and
0: me doing things for other people
1: house isn't clean and or and other thing, or the houses not clean thing was a big fucking thing that I hounded uh-huh. on, hounded you on
0: mm-hmm.
1: early in our marriage. For me, it was because I was screaming out, "I, I want to feel loved." I work all day long. Mm-hmm. I want to come home to this because, in in the fucking clearest ways I can think of, it going, if you do this for me, this will make me feel so good. Mm-hmm. Why won't you do this to me, Do this for me.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So it, I was it, busy
0: raising your children.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, well
0: I was serving you exactly yeah I, I was like teaching our kids how to walk and talk and do sign language and wiping asses and getting food on the table every single night
1: completely reasonable yeah i was the one not being reasonable but right having a better understanding now is going yeah but hindsight there's other ways during that time that you could have uh done some acts of service to make me feel oh limited. i could have done i could have you done could have,
0: better in a thousand different ways absolutely Because, because what I was doing, I felt like,
1: I didn't feel like a priority to you at all.
0: Right. Right.
1: Like I felt like second, but then if your mom needed help or if your family needed help, you'd go help them. And I'm going, well, here's the thing. I was
0: helping, but in, in not in the right ways. So I was focusing my energy on ways that weren't effectively communicating how, you know, that I loved you. So for instance, taking care of the kids, making sure that they had all of the things that they need. I genuinely looked at that as a service that I was performing for you. It's like, this is
1: something that we're doing for the kids or fucking, you've got to keep them alive.
0: No. Oh, okay. um, That's the way I looked at it. Yeah. 100%. No. Or that I supported you in all of the extracurricular things that you have always done. I always stayed home with the kids. I didn't have hobbies and I didn't have stuff that took me uh, away from the house because we didn't have time for that because you were always involved with stuff. So, for me, yeah. that was a massive service that I thought I was providing, but none of that ever mattered because, like the laundry wasn't done. And so, there was just a really big
1: right. I didn't see i disconnect when I was playing rugby, I didn't see that you were you know making dinner for the kids and doing all those other things because I didn't right. witness it right. So it's like if I didn't witness it, it must not have happened.
0: Mm-hmm. How fucking stupid is that? Right, very stupid. So husbands,
1: if you're, listen, don't make my mistake. Well, and here's Get a big difference is I think, and,
0: and maybe this is a husband and wife dynamic, is that me caring for the kids, you don't feel loved by me caring for the kids. No. When you care for the kids, oh my gosh, I think that blows every mom out of the water. Every single mom out of the water. Which is why. Really? Why? Yes, which is why, because it's our family. Because those, when the at least this is the way that i have always viewed motherhood when the kids need something it's my responsibility it doesn't matter what it is it doesn't matter if they need their nose wiped it doesn't matter if they need their sandwich cut it doesn't matter you know but I've never, if they needed a kidney i've
1: never thought that never said that never reinforced that thinking ever
0: no i know that's what i'm saying is i i think this is a this is a mm, i helped like, out with
1: every diaper like the oh, only no, time no, no, i i, know. No, I got no, no, a, I, know. I didn't give in the middle of the night because i didn't breastfeed no, we, no, we know, didn't no, pump and no. put bottles. No,
0: what I'm, what I'm saying is like, if I'm away and you make the kids dinner, as opposed to ordering food out, that makes me feel loved. I love you caring for the kids. It makes me feel like a million dollars, which is why. It's my
1: fucking job as a which dad.
0: Which is why. Right. No, no, no. But I'm saying it's in, it's, it's in not babysitting specific ways. I'm not talking about babysitting. No, no, no I'm talking about babysitting. Not babysit.
1: It's N- called watching your kids. It's called
0: parenting. Yeah. Um, No, is that like, and this is exactly why, and maybe I've never explained it like this. This is why I get upset when I ask you to do something for the kids and you tell them to do it themselves. That bugs me a lot. It always has.
1: I'm trying to raise functional adults here, Sarah. We raise very functional adults. By
0: no means do I baby our kids. By no means. Our kids are very, very independent. kids
1: were wiping their own ass at three.
0: No, they weren't. Get on the... Madeline refused. (laughs) She was oh, fr- yeah. Our daughter was afraid of poop she was a for two years. She was a late wiper.
1: <laughs> but... <laughs> no, that's true. No, but,
0: but... And and that is exactly why it would bug me when I'd be like, Hey, Nathan, will you help... Or Sterling, will you help Nathan do this? And instead of helping him, you either have one of the other kids do it or you tell him to do it himself. I'm like... <sighs> Why did if I have kids? I would have just asked. I can ask them to do that, but I'm asking you to do it. So it'd be fucking great if you could do that. Um, but then if so the kids no, can do something, for but me, because that's well, an remember service, so I feel loved. Full circle oh God, moment. Shut up. And <laughs> so remember, you the way that you feel loved. I don't know if we said this before, but you love other people in the way that you feel loved, whether or not you realize it. It's it's it comes easy. It doesn't come easy. It's what, it, that's what your default is. Your default. I mean, it, it, is, that's it what does. That's It comes easy. Well, that's the same fucking of, thing. Mm, We're going to argue about okay. the same thing. Yeah, kind of. You don't have to have such an attitude when agreeing with me. <laughs> God
1: damn it. How many we got in a fight over something we agree on? No,
0: but listen. Hold on. I'm trying to wrap up a point. So the in the early years when I would I was doing all these things for the kids, and I very much looked at that as a way that I was loving you, I would get frustrated that you weren't receiving it in the same way that I meant it. Cause in my mind, I'm going, I'm absolutely providing service for you. I'm doing all these fucking things. I'm so tired at the end of the day. What do you feel like? I don't do anything for you.
1: Can can you repeat that? Can you, can you please repeat the first thing you just said? You were getting upset that I wasn't receiving it.
0: Yes. Because in my mind, I was the things that I were, I was doing were acts of service.
1: Yes. This, this to me is like, the, the number one thing I think between fucking cu- between couples uh-huh. is you do something for your, your spouse and you expect them to receive it in a certain way or you, or at least you hope they'll, they'll receive it. It was just love. my
0: understanding. I thought we were, I thought we were speaking the same language and we weren't
1: right. It's a whole men are from Mars, women are from Venus thing. But there's times when, like you said, your love language, whatever comes natural to you is your default. I would clean the whole bathroom. I would clean our bedroom. I would do these things. And I felt the same way. that It wasn't oh, uh-huh. reciprocated. It, w- it didn't come off the same way. I'd
0: be like, thanks for finally pitch, fucking pitching in. <laughs> yeah, you're like,
1: thanks for fucking carrying your weight.
0: Right. Oh, wow. You wa- Oh, oh my God. But that's terrible. Like- it is terrible. You know what that reminds me of is how <laughs> you don't do it anymore. But for years, so Sterling has always done laundry. But for probably the first half of our marriage. Not half more than half less less than half. um when he did laundry he would only do his laundry (laughs) you would never do my laundry or the kid's laundry you would be like i did three loads of laundry today and i'm all yeah asshole they were all your clothes
1: (laughs) yeah but i still wanted i still wanted you to fold them yeah no i i I, so funny that's
0: psychotic oh it's so funny
1: I don't, having, having access service as a love language, I feel is a curse because it's, uh, you kind of, for me at least it's helped I don't me think to it's step outside curse. because for me, I love serving people. I love, if I can go help somebody, I, you know me, if, yeah. if I help somebody yeah. out, it brightens my day. If I can sacrificially, Except for it, me. it's, it's sacrificially. No, even, even when <laughs> I do something sacrificially. Yeah. If you're away on a trip and I come, and you come home and everything's done and I do something for you and I spend all the, my free time mm-hmm. making sure that y- you have a, a need that's met, mm-hmm. like that feels good for me. And then when you come home and it's like Ugh, whatever, whatever, then I'm like,
0: well, fuck off, yeah, fuck you. I'm never doing that again for you ever. Exactly. Yeah. Where
1: that's what. But when if you, when you do something for me like that, I'm like over the moon. I'm like, fuck yeah, this is yeah. the most amazing thing ever. But other thing, but other things come easy to me, like words of
0: affirmation building you up, but I words think- of affirmation do not come easy to me i i it's because i I don't know why it's just I don't ever take that not ever, but I have to be a lot more purposeful in communicating that, but I don't really like talking about feelings, so. Yeah, I love talking about feelings. I know, and that's a big hurdle for me. I fucking I hate everybody's feelings. I, I don't love, give a shit being about your feelings. Oh, barf. And, and that's what like Ugh. Ugh. One thing about
1: mouth. this whole podcast, if I've shit on myself this whole time, I don't care because at the end of the day, I'm a better person now than I than I was oh, fifteen a years ago. Thousand percent. Um, yeah. I love you better now than I did. And I yeah. still I still uh-huh. have I still have ways that I'm the acts of service thing yeah. Cooking dinner Going on dates That we've struggled with In the past year That we've been in Really big fights about Yeah you owe me I'm a still, dinner Still I'm I'm lacking in
0: Yeah you're like, 11 months Into owing me a dinner Love, I d- I just love I would keeps drop. no
1: record of wrong No so, but, is but is wives do? do Oh but wives do <laughs> Oh you gotta mean that Love mad. doesn't but Oh wives does You wife gotta mean does. that <laughs> Love keeps no record of wrong but no, wives but that, do.
0: That ties to that what women women's memory is tied to emotional events, which is why we can remember how we we can remember very specific things if we had a strong emotional response during that time. Dinner is one of them. Yes. No.
1: And and that's and I I'll, I'll own that.
0: No, I'm not I'm not holding you to the fire right now. No, I'll
1: hold myself to the fire on that. On, no, on well the I stage. feel
0: like the dinner thing is kind of passed. I've just accepted it'll never happen.
1: Well, what are you talking about the dinner thing? I've made dinner. I've pointed out a bunch of times I've made dinner. And it just didn't count because it, it wasn't sacrificial, which I get because I know what it's like with the acts of service. I understand what, for me, acts of service comes with, there's a little <laughs> yeah. bit of sacrifice. And oh, my God. <laughs> it's,
0: I've pointed out this several times where you were wrong about your feelings.
1: <laughs> hey, sometimes you can be wrong about your feelings. Sometimes your feelings. Can I be don't irrational. have
0: enough feelings to be wrong about. I get. I there have like four feelings a year, and I take a long time to think about them before I even communicate them. So I'm very rarely wrong about my feelings.
1: I'm just saying you can be wrong about your feelings, and sometimes I need they you can to get. I need you.
0: I need you to give me an example right now of an irrational feeling that I've had.
1: You want to talk about this dinner thing? I made dinner multiple times when we got in this fight, and I pointed out the the specific dates I made. The dinner for, that you wanted to talk that you like wanted. What I'm saying is the one thing I have lacked is he's this, lying to you guys. Oh, no, he's we're going to discuss this he's after 100% this podcast.
0: Hundred percent lying right now. He's but like obviously in front of his friends. obviously
1: I didn't do it in the way that you feel loved, so I missed the mark, which yeah. I will admit. So if you're not, if there's a disconnect as there is right now between us, we need to address <laughs> as that. There
0: is right now between us
1: fuck what are we doing this This podcast to show show people that marriage is fucking hard like every year changes your love language is going to change well it gets harder when you
0: talk about your feelings which is why i absolutely hate talking about talking about my feelings i absolutely hate it
1: until we get to a point where we have to talk about and then we fix things through oh do you
0: have any idea how why do you think i get so mad when we get to the point where now we have to talk about feelings
1: I I don't. don't, Why do you get mad? I'm because I
0: fucking hate talking about feelings. I I absolutely, I'm all about resolutions. I hate having to talk about feelings. I hate that something happened that now we got to sit down and have a fucking conversation about feelings. And now I got to talk about my feelings. I hate that shit. I absolutely hate it.
1: Yeah, but I like, I I like, I can't, I I like resolving things. I unresolved issues. Fucking eat at me, eat at my core, eat at my soul. I'm not saying that, that I want...
0: I'm not, I can't live with unresolved issues. I'm mad that there's an issue now. I'm, I'm mad that there's an issue. I'm probably more mad that there's an issue versus what the issue is.
1: You have an issue? Here's a tissue.
0: Yes. Like, how dare you fuck shit up and create an issue that now we have to do the thing that I hate more than anything else on the planet, on the planet which is talk about my feelings. You know how many people would love to be married to somebody who doesn't want to talk about their feelings? I don't know.
1: Would you Probably to, lots you, you want to be married To someone who doesn't Talk about their feelings
0: Just ignores yours
1: The whole time doesn't No I don't you want ever? to be
0: married To someone who doesn't Talk about their feelings I want you to not Talk about your feelings <laughs> I'm kidding
1: So next week on you Not the worst feelings. divorce <laughs> Our new podcast
0: <laughs> Next week on The best divorce ever <laughs> The best divorce True story If we got divorced We'd still fuck each other So it, honestly It doesn't even make It doesn't even make sense To ever get divorced
1: No never It's not going to happen but so wrapping it up. Love wrapping lang- it
0: up. R- love languages. Love languages I, fucking suck. Take the quiz and um, realize it, how awful it is. I don't.
1: <laughs> I think they're awesome. I think they're they're really good paths, like maps to to kind of understand yourself and your spouse. But they're not the get all and all. It's not. No, they're not the end all be all because change, I don't think there's only five. They they change based off of your circumstance. They they change off of. Um, of how, you you're are feeling, a of how you're feeling in the current time. Whether or not um, you're PMSing. I'm lacking. telling you right
0: now, your wife does not have the same love language when she's PMSing.
1: <laughs> it's not even the same person.
0: True. Um, That's not your wife. But consistently over time, when you learn
1: those things about your spouse, it gives you the tools to love them and to affect them in the ways that you really want to. Ultimately, mm-hmm. I want you to feel loved by me. I want you to... Yeah feel when i go do something that is an act of love for you i want you to feel 100% of all that love yeah now my return on investments is usually about 65% yeah um sometimes like low as like one but i want you to feel all the effort that i put into this because openly yes. i can try and try and try and try like i gave you roses did these things to make you feel loved and when it doesn't that's so discouraging when you try and love somebody and the you try to love them in the way that they feel loved and you and you just get discouraged and and it gets turned away then you put your hands in your air and you're like fuck it I, i'm not going to do anything for you anymore and it, oh yeah and resentment ter- and that's terrible right uh, you don't, don't want to get to that point no. so talk about those things if your love language is changing going hey for the whole flowers um thing is mm-hmm. it was like a gifts right yeah you were like those are great those are fine but then I stood off and I didn't give them to you for years. I literally went years, years. between giving you flowers. Like almost a decade. And then you were like, hey, it'd be kind of nice if I got flowers every once in a while. Mm-hmm. And then I then I started up again. But now yeah. I just kind of spaced them out to, and it's a little bit more appropriate. But now when I give you flowers, you're so much more appreciative now. When I give you flowers oh, every, every three to six months, you're like... Oh my gosh! These are so thank you so much. You give yeah. me a big hug. You well, give to me, a kiss. it's like
0: remember a big thing for me too. Yeah. Used to be like if you stop at the gas station, grab me a candy bar. Yeah, just tell me. Let me oh, know you're man. thinking about me. Yes, just do something. It's attention. That, yeah, that, the six
1: love languages. It's yes,
0: attention. I just like your attention.
1: I want you to pay attention to me even when I'm not around. Well, Fucking logic. Is
0: that? Ugh. I'm. I don't think that that Fucking is too impossible. much to ask. <gasps>
1: How dare you? I am not impossible. You know, what, when you're sleeping, can you dream of me? I want your attention even when you're
0: sleeping. Yes. I don't know. What is so hard to understand about that? <laughs> it's very, very clear. It's very simple. Think about me 24, <laughs> seven, seven days a week. Also never do anything for yourself. Cause then I get mad.
1: I love being married to you.
0: No, really just don't pay attention to me and don't make me cry. Those are my All two. Right. Those are my two, my two big ones.
1: And access service and blow funds for me. Done. Let's <sighs> do this. That's the summary of this blow funds and attention. And if you want to know. That's our love languages. <laughs>
0: the, the next time someone asks us, like, how'd you guys make it work? Well, Sterling's love language is blowjobs, and now I have TMJ. And that's how we've made it work. <laughs> tune in tune in next week. <laughs> For fantastic. real, though, that's true. I do have TMJ. Oh, you do not have TMJ. No. Yes, I do. Your best friend is a dentist. He's diagnosed me with it.
1: Yeah, and you also got fitted with a night guard that you're supposed to wear every night, and you lost it three months in.
0: I have, Yeah, why do you think I needed a night guard? Because I have TMJ from blowing you. If that That's wasn't not, clear. and If that wasn't clear. Then
1: wear your night guard as an act of service every night. But no, you don't. You're like, eh.
0: Me wearing my night guard does not fill up your love tank. You can fucking kill yourself.
1: No, but it helps you to fill up my love tank later.
0: hey no. All right. Uh, we don't know what we're talking about next week, but we'll let you guys know. Anything else? Okay,
1: no, this was this was a fun smorgasbord of love. This was love. Bitching. Smarter,
0: not harder. Sterling thinks he's an asshole.
1: <laughs> I was. Sarah ass- thinks I,
0: I'm fantastic. Sarah thinks she's <laughs> fantastic. This is love. I am a delight. I've said this forever. Love smarter, not harder. And I think I just continue I to prove it. I was
1: an asshole. I'm um, a little bit less of an asshole now. No, you're still the progress, same baby.
0: amount of asshole. You just act differently. At your core, <laughs> at your at core, your... you're the same level of asshole. I'm at my core. I'm a stone cold bitch. Yeah, but I'm a
1: very loving person. Me I'm too. Into, and I love talking about. I feelings, think you're fantastic. That's why I got. I'm things. like
0: you've been talking shit about yourself this whole episode. I feel like I have to come to your defense. I'm just saying, there's been a lot of
1: growth since my twenties. There's been a early, lot of growth. God early bless. 20s, but you can change.
0: Self-aware. I'm very big on being self-aware on everybody. Being self-aware is my love language. <laughs> okay. Are you
1: so- okay? Are you self-aware? I'm
0: very self-aware. I have to be because you make me talk about my feelings. I make you. Yes. S- you absolutely make me talk about my feelings.
1: Oh, I know. Hundred percent. It's gross. That's not. Then that. How are you self-aware? If you're, if I have to make you do that, it means I'm more self-aware. No. Because no, I'm it thinking.
0: doesn't. That is not what it means. That's yeah. not what it means.
1: Whatever. Maybe we'll talk about that.
0: Next next week. if y- I don't understand how you can't sit still when we're doing a podcast episode. Shut up. We'll see you okay. next week. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to leave us a five-star review wherever you listen to podcasts. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and we'll see you guys next time.